Okay, so how much per month is a full head of hair worth to you? 50, 50 bucks a month? Oh, I'd easily do 50 a month, but I'm, I don't want to... Listen, when I'm dead, I don't want my son paying off my hair debt. <laughs> Two times a month, Reed gets a bill. One from my outstanding student loans. <laughs> and one from dad's hair. So this is Nosy Jim on the other side. Nosy, yeah, Nosy Jim would be... The weird thing is, he goes through phases. Like, I won't talk to him for months at a time. And then pokes his head over the fence and we chat for 15 minutes. Oh, torture. <laughs> so I text Brother Mike, did you ever do the whiskey on the gums with the boys when they were younger? Yeah, on my gums. There he is. Booze stunted the comedy bones. A little whiskey. Bye-bye funny. <laughs> Oh, boy. Rough day today. Rough start. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Uh, well, what are we... <laughs> We're only... About four hours later than... No, five, five hours. Five hours later than normal. Five normal. hours later than we normally do this. Yeah. Get this out of the way. It is Sunday, October 13th, 2019, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle Podcast. And, um... Been out and about today, Steve. <laughs> you know, your, your prediction, which started probably a month... No, maybe two, three months ago at this point of um, that the holiday season would be the end of this podcast. Mm -hmm. I've fought it. I've fought it every time you've said it. Sure. I've said, nope, not a chance. We're going to forge through. We're going to make this happen. So about uh, 6 o'clock this morning as I was driving the dog to the emergency vet, I thought, maybe Kyle's got a point. Maybe he's got a point. Because we're at a phase (laughs) to where... Right now is and is honestly, it's probably still a little bit a little bit easier than what it will become. But mm-hmm. if we're, for whatever reason we couldn't record today, now tomorrow I have to be home by a certain time, so my wife can go to a dentist appointment followed yep. by a, a, a workout class she has scheduled, and it's like we all have we got our commitments, and so we, have, we wouldn't we be have able life. to. I wouldn't even be able to get over here until about six. So if it didn't happen today, tomorrow would have been. Very, very difficult. Yeah. And this is, honestly, with half of us, you, still having a net home, so we don't really have to worry about, hey, where's little Baby. Evelyn? Yeah, exactly. This is, um, for right now, during this, this time frame, mm-hmm. my life is fairly similar to how it was before the baby was here. Yeah. Because everybody keeps saying to me, oh, are you getting any sleep? And um, I, I'm... Honestly, I'm getting the same amount of sleep at the same time that I always got. Because of my schedule, I get up early as it is. So if I get up at 3 o'clock or 3.15, mm-hmm. hop in the shower and go to work, that's exactly the same as getting up at 3.15, giving the baby a bottle for 20 minutes, yeah, changing her diaper, taking a slightly shorter shower, and then going to work. Like, it's just, it's pretty much the schedule that I work lends itself very well to having a baby. Right. Right, that's worked um, out thus far to where it's it's a easier, not easier, but it's to the point where obviously Evelyn's not crawling around, she's not no. uh, moving, and most of her day is spent sleeping. Sleeping, eating, pooping, 
That's it. And obviously that changes. Sure. But for now, the time being. For the time being, things are unchanged. But let me make that clear. For me. For you, things are unchanged correct. for me. My wife's world is it's completely topsy-turvy because yep. she's not working, so that's already throwing her, her schedule completely yeah. off. She's getting up at all hours because uh, the, the feedings... Um, there are certain things that I just I cannot do. Right, and uh, that, you can be there, but you're not. Right, uh, I'm not. I'm not, not a lot extra that you can assist with. I'm not equipped to uh, to handle certain things. Have you just have you thought about you know, maybe making signs like you're at a sporting event, cheering her on? Go, yeah, hit hit the ball. Maybe uh, you know, and you could tell it's about to wrap up. Huh, huh, <laughs> huh, huh. Uh, yeah! Maybe oh, do the wave. Oh, do the wave. Yeah, you and then you pick up your one of your sleepy dogs' paws. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, there's ways that you can be a supportive father, Steve. And I'm I'm assuming that's what you did. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I went to the concession stands, got us some corn dogs. Yep, uh, popcorn. Went, of went course. back, sat in my stadium seat, and observed, and. Uh, <laughs> Why do you guys have a stadium seat in your nursery? Well, let me tell you. Cheered on the home team. Yep. You know? Yeah. So just generally being helpful, Steve. I'm just, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm trying to, trying to carry my weight, do my part, and uh, yeah. make things easier on my wife, make the baby happy. And uh, to be honest, I feel kind of useless at this point. It, there's only so much I can do, you know? Right. Like, oh, the baby's fussing. Okay, no problem. I'll, you know carry her around and bounce her a little bit and try yeah. and get her to try and get her back to sleep, give her the pacifier. And, uh, but yeah, so th this weekend, um, other than a massive fountain of feces being <laughs> sprayed across the nursery onto our, uh, brand new carpet and having to clean that up at about five thirty this morning, like spot bot and all, like I'm out there scrubbing the carpet and, you know, using the carpet shampooer. Other than that, baby is, she's fine. She's just like, she wakes up every couple hours. She wants to eat. We feed her. Yeah. Uh, the, Boy, a real, a real allegory for this podcast, huh? Just a, <laughs> just fountain a, of feces. Fountain of feces. <laughs> you know, most of it ended up on the carpet. Not a lot of it ending up on listeners' ears. No, no. I would, uh, I would equate the walls of the nursery to the listeners' ears like a little speck here and there, like just enough where you take the Clorox wipe and you go, Zink! and you wipe it off yeah, and hope that you got it before. Yeah, you know. But hey, yeah, you know, but we love our listeners. But yeah, exactly. We mean that with the utmost respect. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> We're not comparing you to the feces. No, that would You're be the rude. Wall that the fe the walls that this feces is stuck. As to. Steve put it. You know, getting a speck on here and there. Yeah. Our listeners are our feces walls. So outside of that, a pretty typical Sunday morning for you uh, early yeah. on. Things have been great. So um, this is, we have to rewind to yesterday in the afternoon. Uh, we had let Toby out in the backyard. Toby's our year and a half old uh, beagle mix. And he's a beagle in every sense of the word. He he uses his nose to sniff out everything. Every time he comes back from being out in the yard, he's got something in his mouth. Typically, it's a stick 
or a ball that he found out there. Um, because like the, I've talked about it before, the back part of our, our, uh, yard is all like, it's all like ground cover, like Ivy type stuff. Oh, it's wilderness. Yeah. It's there's, there's things back there living and not that deck. I found a deck back there Found a deck, found an exercise bike. Uh, we had lived here a year and a half before I discovered that there was, um, calling it a, a stack of firewood is not doing it justice because it's five feet tall, 20 feet long, a stack of firewood back there that we had just never noticed. They'd just been chopping for years, obviously uh, prepping. Yeah. Or they had cut down. I think they had cut down a tree. Um, No wood stove here. (laughs) No, no, no. Now don't. Now I, I know that by saying this, it makes it seem like we're on some massive expanse of i I, i've tried to make this clear to people we're at the steve estate right i have to get let in by william the butler yeah and that's just to get onto the zach okay zach uh that's the apostrophe z-a-c yes what we refer to as the cul-de-sac and that's not even getting into the the manor here yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, you want to? You think it's bad in movies and TV shows? I've got people inspecting the bottom of my shoes. <laughs> got people so, making sure I meet the standards just to get in here. Now, I so like I said, whenever Toby goes out there, he always comes back with some kind of treasure. Most of the time, it's completely harmless. Toby dropped the stick before you come in the house. No problem. He drops it. Yeah. Well, he came back to the door uh, yesterday in the afternoon. And he had something in his mouth, and Annette had been standing out on the deck just uh, just watching him because he had escaped from the yard last week. He escaped from the yard again yesterday. Mm. Like, not in the same spot. This dude was so motivated, he just tunneled under the fence, completely under it. Man. So that's a whole other problem that I have on my hands now. Oh, wow. That I have to take care of. Now, I know you. You're rational. You mm-hmm. think things through. Yeah. You, like we talked about with the generator. Generator, yep, generator's you're on its way. You're getting full home backup. <laughs> so you've obviously already looked into the invisible fence. No, we haven't. get I've, that whole thing. So I've you, done nothing. I've done nothing oh, wow. because of what happened next directly following this. Toby came back up on the deck, and he had something in his mouth that, honestly, it looked like just a big clump of dirt. Mm-hmm. About the size of a softball, probably. Yeah. Brown and just dirty. So I hear Annette. I'm sitting inside. I got the got the baby asleep on my on my chest, which, side note, is the greatest thing in the world. Love it. Absolutely love it. So I hear her, Toby, no, Toby, Toby, drop it. Drop it, Toby, drop it. And look over there. So I... She opens the door a little bit. She's like, get Toby's, get Toby's collar. So we have the little, uh, the, the training collar. So the plan was put the collar on him and then let him ride the lightning until he drops that thing out of his mouth. <laughs> but to be fair, just so you know, it is a, it's, the, we use the vibrate it's function. The vibrate. We don't use the shock function. We're not here for the, uh, no. you shouldn't do that. I just, whatever I love the term ride the lightning. Yeah, well, Absolutely. <laughs> Because you got a guy, woo! And he just starts zipping around yeah. the yard, and maybe he actually enjoys, you know, the the rumble against maybe. his neck. Maybe he does. So I went outside, and just as I'm walking out with the collar, 
he dropped whatever it was that was in his mouth. Well, he dropped half of it. He was then consuming the other half. Sure. So this, like I said, looked like dirt, but maybe some kind of poop derp dirt hybrid. Mm. And like a cross section of it looked like if you were to cut um like a a husk of corn in half. Like it looked like the consistency of corn on the cob in the middle of it. Very strange. Very strange. So he finished eating it, finished his meal, and uh, brought him inside. What do we do? He the, the the thing eats poop all the time. He eats sticks. He's obviously got an iron gullet. This is a dog who's brought you flower pots, <laughs> right. shingles. <laughs> yes. You, you, I mean, he's probably the one who found that, what did you say, it was the ghost bike, an exercise yeah, bike? Yeah, the exercise ghost bike. Oh, an actual exercise... Boy, I'm sorry, Steve. It's the spooky season. I assumed you meant an exorcised bike, meaning the bike no, no, no. had a demon no. attached to it. No, we just have a very uh, a very health-conscious ghost that okay. lives in our backyard. So I was going to say, if you, if you exorcise a demon from a bike and you just throw it into your backyard, <laughs> you need to take better care of your now hopefully demon-free exercise equipment. Right. Yeah. So, th- again, this, this dog eats anything so i didn't think twice about it i was like that sucks he just ate more crap whatever he eats his own crap on a regular basis yeah what what's the worst that could happen fast forward a couple hours we're sitting in the house again i have holding the baby and that's doing something in in the in the other room and i hear that sound that every pet owner knows very well it's the it's the and I thought, oh, God, this is bad. Where is he? Oh, man. Looked around. So he's across the, the living room from me. So luckily, he's on the hardwood because I just want to know how big of a mess is this going to be for me to clean up. Hardwood, no problem. Scoop it up, couple paper towels, Clorox wipe, we're good to go. It's not ideal, but uh, but whatever. So I look down and I see him barf it up and i'm like all right well he barfed maybe he'll finally learn his lesson he barfed, that'll, that'll he, teach him that'll teach him this time he yeah. finally you know finally had a bad experience barfed it up i'm like oh crap put the baby in her little bouncer get my paper towels clean it up the whole time like mumbling to myself clean it up take it uh you know throw it out let the dog outside kind of keep an eye on him he seems fine he's out in the backyard just Prancing around doing his thing. Looking for another clod <laughs> yeah. to munch on. I let him back in. Fast forward 15 minutes, and he was sitting basically right against the front of the couch. So I couldn't see him from where I was sitting because he was directly in front of me. Okay. Like where my feet would be, but I had my feet out. And I hear Annette go, no! Oh, no. And then I just hear that, like, blah. That wet... Didn't even get the build-up this no, time. this just, was like the wet pile landing sound. I looked down, and I saw the biggest pile of vomit I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Oh, no! Like, uh, I would say it was about eight inches across. Okay. Probably about five inches wide. Yep. And, like, a solid four inches deep. Like, this was a... It was a legitimate brick of vomit. It was disgusting. It took a... Oh, by the way, and it was on the carpet. 
It was on the, the little area rug that we have. It took Annette and I each two, no, three trips from the spot, like the spot of the crime, to the garbage can, like oh, scooping up. Could have fixed it for you. To clean it all up. Could have fixed it. Roll up the carpet, throw it out. Roll up the rug. Oh, that's next. Throw it on Craigslist. Yeah. Say free carpet. Also must <laughs> take, you know, one item from treasure trove in backyard. Right. Whatever. So we finally get this cleaned up. This happened two more times. He total barfed solids four times and then liquids, I don't know, another three or four times, including one time this morning. So he was wrecked. Just fighting it, man. Yeah. He was down for the count for the rest of the night, was just laying on the floor, shaking. And I was like, last night I said, we need to do something. I want to take him to the, the emergency vet. So we called the emergency vet and they weren't. A ton of help, but I don't blame them. They couldn't be a ton of help because they said, unless we know what he ate, we can't, hmm. you know, we can't really recommend what the, what the next step is. Right. Except if he keeps throwing up, bring him in. So we got up this morning. He seemed perfectly fine. He's in his crate, just kind of looking up at everybody. Now, normally we open his crate and he's like, whoa, time to start the day because the first thing they do is eat every day. Open his crate. He just laid there. I was like, "That's weird," and he was, he was very standoff, standoffish. If I got too close, like very territorial about his crate. I'm like, "Okay, no big deal." Brought his food upstairs, put it in his crate. Wanted nothing to do with it. We finally coaxed him out of his crate. Annette took him downstairs. He wouldn't drink. He wouldn't eat. So she took him outside thinking, okay, maybe whatever it is, it's still in his system. Maybe if we can get him to pass that, he'll be good to go. And uh, he went outside and threw up again. So came back in and I was like, all right, taking him to the, I'm taking him to the animal hospital. So I loaded him up in the car. And once he's like, we walked outside, as soon as he was outside, he was like, hey, hey, all right, this is pretty cool. Maybe time for a walk, huh? Put him in the back of the car. And then the whole time, because he, he's all the way in the back, behind the back seat, and we have, like, one of those pet cage barrier things just to keep them back there. Yeah. So if the dogs are ever in the car at the same time as Evelyn, there's, they're yeah. not just sitting there licking her face the yeah, whole time. Yeah, right. So I'm driving, and the whole time I'm just, like, looking in the rearview mirror every two seconds, like, Toby, Toby, Toby. Just wait. Wasn't popping his head Just up. laid down. So by the time I'm two minutes from the vet... I'm convinced. I've convinced myself the dog is dead in the back of the car. Right. Worst I case scenario. Sure. Obviously, he's not better. Yep. Yeah. yeah no, I, I thought for sure that he, he was dead. So finally, I'm sitting at a red light. Toby, 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 Toby. And I just see his little head pop up. And I'm like, thank God. Okay. Get to the vet. And I unload him. I tell them the whole story. And I, we, in the meantime, we had gone outside and found the other half of the chunk that he hadn't consumed yesterday. Oh. Took that in there, hoping that they could figure it out. So they looked at it and they were like, we don't know what it is. So they ended up doing x-rays, giving him an anti-nausea medication, and then a, uh, giving him some fluids. Yeah. They wanted to keep him all day to give him more fluids. And when they told me what the cost of that was going to be, I mean, I felt terrible. I, I sent Annette a text. I was like, I feel like a terrible dog owner. 
but I, I, I can't. But there's nothing. I can't you- pay seventeen hundred dollars right. for you to keep this dog for fifteen hours. It's just like we were there for two hours and it was over five hundred dollars. That's crazy. And it was. And there's. I, I, I mean, mean, I. I Look, if that's what it costs, then that's what it costs. I'm glad that they did. The bulk of that was the x-ray. They wanted to make sure that there wasn't any obstruction, yeah. that there wasn't an issue. So, look, if that's how much it is, then fine. But I said to them, I was like, I I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can't just do that. I, so I said to them, I was like, what can we do at the house? What can I do at home that will replicate what you're doing here and... We'll get him to if he's still feeling like this tomorrow. I'll take him. I'll call his regular vet and take him there, where, where the prices are a little more reasonable. And um, so, luckily, the the woman she was very adamant. She was like, "Let me at least give him some fluids, so because he may not want to drink." But I'm gonna get. So she gave him. I forget what she called it, like subcutaneous fluids or something, where they basically inject it like under their skin hmm. and then it. Over time, it absorbs. Release. Okay. So when we left there, he had like he had this big. He looked like a wrestler or a boxer who had just been punched. And he got like a big grapefruit. Yeah, a big hematoma. Oh, on it was, his it was neck. ridiculous. I'm petting it. I'm like, this is weird. <laughs> so, got him home, and he's just been crashed on the couch. Aww. Managed to get him to eat some food, which was nice. He took maybe three or four sips of water, which was you know not enough, but. But yeah, so that all in in the middle of all that, I sent you a text saying, "Yeah, I might have to push things back a bit today." Right, things are a little a little rough right now. Yeah, and that's why you know even if the podcast uh, doesn't end, and all joking aside, you and I haven't sat down and discussed, "Hey, we should end this." Yeah, there may be in in time. A week where we just don't have an episode mm-hmm. you know i appreciate our streak of 160 whatever we've had in a row do you think there's a podcast that talks more about the end of the podcast than this one yeah but just think about the grand send-off we're gonna have oh yeah we talked about it so much uh-huh. i mean <laughs> what a bash gonna be a big yeah big big to do big party um yeah, that may come up, just so everybody's forewarned. I don't think it's in the near future, but listen, things come up. Toby eats balls of uh, who knows what, and you spend the morning in an animal oh fat. God. Scheduling issues come up. Dude, so this is, it, like everyone kept saying, like, oh, your life's about to change when you have a baby. And I'm like, what? I thought that the baby was supposed to be right. the one that changed things. Well, Not Steve, I, I speak for the listeners when I, I expect an update on Toby uh, via social media, if possible next few days yeah so everybody can be definitely if i know this audience they're going to care more about toby than the talk about the end of the podcast that we just had yeah and i don't blame them a picture of toby like curled up in a little ball yeah in his bed will get hundreds of likes certainly there will be hashtags prayers for toby yeah get well toby yeah and then six weeks later the question hey did you guys stop doing the podcast yeah. yeah, yeah, about a month ago. Yeah, thanks for thanks for tuning in. Cool, I can finally free up some space on my phone. I've been meaning to delete to delete these old things anyway. Now I know I don't have to catch up. Man, oh man! Well, my goodness, Steve. Hell of, so, a, hell of a morning so far. Well, quite a difference from our our last Sunday, where we had a pretty standard podcast we did in the morning. Mm-hmm. I had mentioned to you I was chit chatting with uh, with you and Annette on the way out. 
mentioned, all right, well, I got to get going. We're headed out to the orchard. Gonna go uh, oh, the apple orchard. grab yeah. some apples, maybe some cider, do a corn maze, whatever. And Annette said, actually, both both me and Annette said, like, oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, if I remember right, it was more like, <laughs> yeah, like we'd be caught dead there. And then about a half hour later, oh, I we did not. I we definitely a, did not. I believe say I got that. a text like a half hour later, you know, and, uh, coming back around. <laughs> no, I think, I think Annette's still working on uh, Michiganizing you to make this, you know, maybe a part of the well the An- fall routine. Annette was um, Annette was all she loves that stuff. Oh, she, sure. and especially after you know being pregnant for nine months, yeah, like, you can't do anything. She wants to go out and do stuff every now and then. Now, right, um, right, crazy as it sounds. So yeah, we were uh, able. Yeah, she was like, after you left, she was like, "Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun." And I was like, "I can text Kyle, see if they're, you know, see what the plan is." Right. And uh, originally, you guys were planning on leaving pretty much right away, but we just yeah. had to we had to feed the baby and I already being a hassle. Yeah, I know, right? Had to feed her, change her diaper. <laughs> Apparently, so, you got to do that like every day. Oh, God, it's so needy. It's ridiculous. Uh, so not to get in the way of. Uh, of the feel-good portion that, you know, we were able to have a, a family outing. Myself, Katie, and Reed came out. You, Annette, and Evelyn came out. and couple daddy-os. Did the events. A couple dad bags. We compared our dad bags yeah. and all the dad pouches. Which in one do you dad have? That's the... oh, Eddie Bauer. Or no, no, it's uh, a Kitty Care. Yeah, I got the Eddie Bauer. You I got, got the, the Eddie I got Bauer. The EB, yeah. yeah, they, yeah, they took a one. break from outfitting jeans for fathers yeah. and uh, customizing trucks. Yep, I bought it. Uh, I got it for free when I bought my a Bronco back in the 90s. Lifetime warranty. <laughs> Can't beat it. On both the bag and the Bronco. <laughs> Bronco's still cruising somewhere out yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, but the only reason that this comes up is because I sent you, when I send you the intro every week, occasionally if there's anything that I want to get to, I'll throw a few notes in. And it doesn't take long for this this stupid thing that we do here every week to somewhat infiltrate our outside lives. We've talked about, yeah. um, you know, sitting out by a fire a couple of years ago, and we somehow got to talk about how we wanted to buy a constellation or something stupid. Was it a constellation or a star? Maybe it was just a star, but we like, wanted it to uh, be. What was that it? guy's name? Rocky Moselle with the star registry. Yeah, yeah, and that was all because I, I, I unexpectedly decided to take a run at people who discovered constellations. Boy, none of this sounds familiar. And I at believe all. I mentioned something about like Jack O'Halligan's shoe or shoelace, <laughs> something like that, oh, being one that's of the whatever. Right? Yes. But it, it's just a I matter do of remember time. That. And it, it's, I need to do a search for that because <laughs> there's got to be a note somewhere provided about how we wanted to buy a star. But I di- what, but we digress. I'm just saying that this show, the, the, what, what we do here, infiltrates our lives outside of here and to that degree i apologize to both annette and to katie because we were at the orchard for maybe 25 30 minutes Mm -hmm. we just sat down at a large picnic table and indulged in some donuts and what is among the first conversation topics out of our mouths steve you and me like a couple of sports talk radio hosts but for dumb things (laughs) are placing fruit into tears. <laughs> yes. Uh, by the way, if you go back to June nineteenth of twenty eighteen, uh, one of the bullet points was Kyle wants to buy a bunch of stars in our name. I don't know. Maybe listen to it and let us know what we were. Wh- why? Huh. 
Huh. June 19th. There has to have been some scheme behind it. 2018. <laughs> like uh, some get rich quick scheme. <laughs> we'll make millions. I Ooh. believe I was going to buy a bunch of stars and make my own constellation. Do they let you do that? What are they going to do? Tell me no. I bet that this is almost word for word what we talked about. <laughs> uh, what? 16 months, months yeah. ago. Yeah. So there we are. And the only two people... And by proxy, I even apologize to them. Who else is jumping in but Katie and Annette? And before you know it, we're mid-debate about what tier an apple falls into. Yeah. Yeah, that all that all happened. What was the sticking point? What was the point of contention? Was it apples? You did, it, well, apple was the main one. Yeah. And then because you would not put an apple in tier one. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was blasphemy. Yeah. Just blasphemy. No. I think... Uh, I, Give me a good peach. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, don't you dare. Don't you dare say a peach is better than an apple. How about a grape? I love grapes. Okay. So, first question on the but poll. But we, we, where we did kind of uh, agree was that oranges, while fantastic, yeah. it's the... The stringy, uh, yeah. pulpy crap. It's that knocks white, them down to like a tier two. It's a tier two or tier th- or, or high tier three. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be the first question on the poll this week. Don't let me forget. I'll post that. Uh, actually, I'll post it right now. Yeah. Uh, would you? What would you prefer, a peach or an apple? Oh boy. I think you're going to come out on the losing end. I here. think I am too. And but you know something. Sometimes everyone else has to be on the wrong side of history, <laughs> and I'm okay with being on the right side of history. I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sometimes the massive amount of a majority is, is on the wrong side. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So there we are arguing about that. Of course. And it's it's before we were even tearing apples and tearing fruits at a picnic table at an orchard while everybody else is talking about a hayride and whatever. Yeah. We're all up at you know the the stand where you get the fresh made donuts and and all your, your just fantastic concessions by the way. and stuff. So good. And there's four of us. And three of us order cups of hot cider. Mm-hmm. And what's the fourth jackass order? The only natural natural go to when you're eating delicious donuts. A cup and of that hot, is hot chocolate. A cup of hot chocolate. Yeah. And that you know what. I enjoy hot chocolate, Steve. I am not going to sit here and rant against hot chocolate. You're not? Because I enjoy it. But you're at an apple orchard with homemade cider. Yeah, apples aren't that and great, though. what? I don't, I don't remember verbatim, but I'm sure you can think about a, a general idea of what you think about apple cider. It's hot garbage. It's just not good. I mean, come on. It's not. Uh, look, uh, as I as a very wise man once stated, sometimes everyone else is on the wrong side of history. So, and again, I'm okay with being the lone soldier on the correct side. Boy, oh boy! I certainly hope you can make it up the stairs. I mean, some call me a martyr. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know. That's not for me to decide. Again, I really hope you can make it up the stairs. With that cross on your shoulders that you've now apparently decided you have to carry. I did try to describe it to you and give you, 
you know, explain to you that it's a regional seasonal delight. Uh, you had many issues with the regional description. Um, yeah, because I would argue the Jersey apple cider that they essentially just go, you know, scoop water out of the Hudson and warm it up is a bit different. Well, than what we're no, doing no, no, here no, in the great it, state of Michigan. It's um, it's the claim that apple cider is a regional delicacy. You know, they have apples elsewhere. Not good, though. It's the same as if I went to Florida to get an apple. Like, listen, there's something about a Florida orange, a Georgia peach, a Washington and Michigan apple, a Michigan cherry. All of these areas have fruit that whatever, for whatever reason it may be, their region provides the best of. Now, Washington uh, provides the most apples. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Garbage apples. A whole lot of them. Garbage. If you're going to give me a Washington apple, it better be in liquid form and booze, okay? Because the Washington apple shot is a shot for a grown-ass man. Well, they are number one for apples. Yes, they produce the most. Followed by? It's got to be Michigan. Followed by New York. Do they really? Oh, upstate. <laughs> and then Michigan. Okay. And Pennsylvania. And again, if so you we're, want... we're dotting all around the, uh, the, all, all around the great state of New Jersey. If you want a it. New York apple or New York apple cider, again... Go down to your local, uh, the local Hudson River that you have the access point at with all the motor oil, and just go get yourself a big scoop of that. <laughs> garbage. All of it. Garbage. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. It's Michigan. It's Washington by default. The other 48. And I don't even know if Hawaii and Alaska produce apples. No, it's at 32 states. 32, 32 states. 32 states. So, of course, the, I, see, I'm not going to debate this too much, okay? Because the last time I debated something that was very Michigan centric was when I debated um, that the best fudge is made here, and then we looked it up and like, yeah, what was it? Nine of the top ten it was fudge places were on not just in Michigan but specifically on Mackinac Island. Yeah, something some crazy number, <laughs> like something that no one could have predicted. No, other than the one person. I'm sure that you probably thought like, ah, oh, yeah, maybe there'll be two places ever, but uh, nine. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. So you're probably safe. So both of those questions are on the pool already at Steve and Kyle. Yeah, on I Facebook think I think this is Twitter. This is the point where. The old pendulum is swinging back in Kyle's favor. But Look, I'm just going out on, on the record and saying, vote for Kyle this time. Vote for Kyle. Okay. I see what you're doing. <laughs> I the see. Old, the old guy could use one. Already framing it so next week you can mm -hmm. say, see, I helped you out. Even though, as we know, these polls are mostly decided in the first well, 12 hours. It doesn't matter because no matter what happens, I win. Because if you win, I can say, well, it's because I gave you that gentle nudge. And if you lose, I can say, look, I even told people to vote for you and they didn't because they suck. Because <laughs> you suck and they hate you. So there. Well, you really are insulated over there. <laughs> Look, as the most brilliant man ever once said, Oh, wow. Sometimes everyone else is on the wrong side of history. Oh, wow. That guy does sound very smart. 
Very, very smart. Yeah. Uh, but that didn't end our no, week didn't. of arguments. It did not. And this one, I'm sorry. This one is maddening to me. So You sent me a message. It was Friday afternoon. Yes. Here's the thing. Here, let me paint the picture. Um, on Friday night, or on Friday at, uh, at midnight, the Breaking Bad movie El Camino was out on Netflix. Sure. So earlier in the week, I think it might have been the day before, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that, Annette and I, we were like, oh, this will be perfect. It'll be a uh, movie night. Our first movie night with the whole family there. Yeah. This will be great. So we planned on Friday night we were going to watch El Camino. And um, so on my way home from work, I sent her a text. I said, what candy, what movie candy do you want? I'm stopping at the convenience store. Figured, pick up some candy, pick up a couple drinks. Now, we've had a variation of this argument before, even. We've, we've, we, for we've had a variation out, of every argument. We tiered boxed candies. Yeah. We and had that, the argument about Mike and Ike's that you hate. Yeah, that is where we decided, or we discovered our complete love. Oh, for the Chucky e. C. Jr. The Charleston Chew. The Charleston Chew. An underrated candy. Yeah. If there ever was one. I still can't describe exactly what it is. No. But it's... You don't need to. Chocolate covering something delightful. <laughs> Just a... Then they... Chocolate burst. I don't know why they, why they become... Oh, because somebody sent us a box of oh, Charleston Jew... Tar- <laughs> Charleston oh, Jew... Charleston Chew Juniors. Uh-huh. They, they did not send us or ju- or junior or a like package minis. of of Jewish people, yeah. which, uh, by the way, ha- happy Rosh Hashanah yeah. to all of our Jewish friends. Uh, Shalom, mm-hmm. I believe is what they say. Is that Mazel Tov? Mazel Tov. Uh, enjoy your rum springer. I don't know. I think that's... Uh, happy <laughs> New Year to the Jewish uh, contingency of our listening audience. Well, that's accurate. But Thank the- you for tuning in. Uh, we, if there was ever a time we should have talked to our our show Jewish friend, it was this week. Who was that? We had some uh, listener Brian Kraus. Oh yeah. When yeah. we were looking for what I would estimate, probably this exact same discussion about one year ago, we mentioned that we need at that time, and I'll say it the way we phrase it. And I still think it's okay. A show Jew. Nope. No. I don't know about that. Our friend, I don't know about that, Kyle, who our, just said that. Our friend Brian Krause messaged me and said, I will be your reference point. And we have okay. failed to follow up on that. Yeah, this well, week would that have. Is, that's not a surprise. This week would have been the week when we would have. <laughs> you know, because I'd be curious. So it was Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur, then Rosh Hashanah. And then Rumspringa. No. So no, Rumspringa, that's Amish. But. We digress. You got the wrong ish. I said, <laughs> but we digress. Charleston shoes. We got some juniors moving its way up the boxed candy ladder. Mm-hmm. So you were going to stop at the local store, get yourself some candy for the home movie night Friday night. Yes. So I sent my lovely wife a text, and I said, "What would you like from the store?" Yeah, picking up candy. And she said, hold on, I'm, I'm scrolling up because I want to find the exact conversation, although I don't. She said uh, either Swedish fish mm-hmm. or now the text autocorrected and it came through as raisin eyes. 
Ooh. <laughs> to which I replied with the barf emoji, because that sounds disgusting. Raisin eyes, yeah. And then she said, oh, that was supposed to be raisinettes, which I followed up with two barf emojis, because I'd rather eat raisin eyes. I said that my response to her after that was, do they even still make them? Because oh, I thought for come sure, on. I thought for sure that they had been discontinued. Because I couldn't, I was vindicated when I couldn't find them at the store that I was at. Did you go to a gas station? I did. Okay. Hmm. That's surprising. That's part of your standard box candy selection in a row. Yellow bag, yellow box. Yeah. Well, yellow. If you're going to the box candy, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a yellow box with the chocolate covered raisins strewn about across the uh, the middle of the package. So you decided that you, they were garbage, and I was right. The end. So you texted me. I nope. The end. <laughs> so now this is. <laughs> oh my god, we're forty minutes in. Oh, for God's sake, we haven't done anything. We told us we said this is going to be a forty-five minute episode. We got four minutes to wrap the story. I'm going to get to Zach's letter they sent me. Got to get to. There's things that have been on there for months. The boxing class. Um. So you decided to message me. Now, now this is, it doesn't get, it, there's nothing that odd, but it's a bit surprising because you texted me, need some backup here. And it, throughout this time, you and I were also making fun of collaboratively anti-vaccination people. <laughs> yeah. And it this, just so happened. This, that, wor- this worked out. <laughs> it just so happened minutes before yeah. you texted me this. Somebody had commented back on your and I's joking around yeah. that, well, anti-vaccination people are dumb. Your wife had posted an article, I think. Um, yeah, it was like a letter by a nurse mm-hmm. of why you should get the flu shot. Yep. So she reposted it saying, this, this right here, like, yeah, please read this. Vaccinate, this, is, this is important. Please read this. Yeah. So when you said, need some backup here, I was like, ooh, because that used to be the old days of when you yeah. were on the informed page, yep. and we'd call the cavalry in to make fun of half of the residents of this town for being dumb. Yeah. So I, my first thing, I, I don't even know if I finished reading it, and I was opening Facebook to see to if refresh. I had a notification. Yeah. And then it came in, the other message, that this was, in fact, simply about you, yeah. for the third time this week, being wildly incorrect. So you'd said, Annette is trying to tell me that raisinets are a popular candy, and I tried to slow roll you. Oh, to you, slow- you totally bait Did and I switched. You? Yeah, you totally bait and switched. But in hindsight, I'm not surprised. I'm listen because you replied, "Oh man, Annette, dot dot dot, you are so right." All X, all capitals. I am. I almost smashed my phone. The debt will never be paid for the surfer, <laughs> ever. Ever, it's going to be impossible. Did it? What? What happened last week? Wasn't there a, a surfer like? Oh, it was, yeah. It was. It was something similar. Yeah. Oh, what was it? Boy, it's not surprising. I already forgot. <laughs> One week ago. But See, yes. Well, that just proves that it was not nearly as good as the surfer. Not nearly as damaging. A week later, can't remember it. And I said, "What a delightful candy!" If you go dark chocolate, you're in for a real treat. And I, I exclaimed it as a tier one or tier Ugh. two 
movie theater snack because as oh, I talked about, God. I think as our numbers uh, continue to stay stagnant and dive in this podcast endeavor, are they still still dropping? We have not gone up. <laughs> I think you and I switch everything we've done. And we do what ESPN has done in Fox Sports, and we embrace debate. Okay. You and I, just every week, it's all we do. We do list So instead list of podcasts. the Steve and Kyle podcast, we rename it the Steve versus Kyle podcast. Yeah, and then we just tier everything every week. Different item every week. Okay. What's your favorite movie theater canned with your favorite color fabric? <laughs> you know, carpet or hardwood? Just every week. That's a new hardwood. argument. Hardwood's the way to go. Oh, if you don't go carpet, you're an idiot. Being irresponsible. <laughs> Carpet, easy to clean. Or no, no, hardwood, oh, easy to clean. I've got a convert. <laughs> I mean, just terrible for your dogs, even worse for your kids. Enjoy playtime while everything makes noise everywhere. But hardwood's fine. <laughs> How's it terrible for my dog? Uh, <laughs> oh, you know, when they get older, it's harder to walk. You know, you get uh, booties. Oh, see, I thought you were going to go with the, the old standby of splinters. <laughs> hey, you never know. I mean, it depends on, you know, if you go cheap wood, you go. No. All the nice stuff. I mean, I know you went with the uh, Asian forest stuff that had to displace like a pack of monkeys. Uh, no, bamboo is one of the most uh, eco-friendly woods you can put down. Well, yeah, that you can put down. I mean, yeah. uh, take it away from a pack of monkeys in their original well, No, but th- that's the thing. It regrows even... so fast. It grows in like a minute. We'll try with chimpanzees now. You know, to, we'll try to find out how to live out of a river. First because of all, chimpanzees Steve, don't live in a tribe. Because Steve has new floors. Cool. <laughs> You're right. I should convert to that eco-friendly carpet you got. Oh my god! Tell me how many animals I displace with carpet. <laughs> so you replied, and, and of course, of course, you're anti-racing it. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I should have known. And this is where you crossed the line. <laughs> this was this, this was, was it. The, this is the nail in the coffin for you. Pure garbage. They're disgusting. I tried to convert you, and again, I'm calm here. You just called it pure garbage. Yep. You're, I mean, I said they're sensible, easy to eat, and a nice contrast in flavor. You've got the nice milk chocolate on the outside, the chewy center of the raisin. Contrast of flavor. It's sweet and sweet. Oh. Contrast would be like sweet the, and salty. Uh, chew- a nice raisin, heavy chocolate coat on it. And again, tier one, hey, two. What are the- I upgraded, Steve. What, what are the... Chocolate covered mm-hmm. peanuts. They have a name, don't they? Isn't there like an actual candy? But they're they're not goobers, are they? I don't think so. Are goobers? But I I know like when you buy them at the grocery store, that's what they're labeled as, as Ooh. you know, just chocolate covered peanuts, chocolate covered almonds, or whatever. Goobers. And you know my opinion on that, Steve. Goobers, yeah, chocolate coated peanuts. Yeah, we don't even need to get into that because you know my thoughts. Right, on I those. know you're you're anti anti peanut, anti pretzel. Get no. Just a touch. Just a touch of pretzel. So if you want to get just a <laughs> kernel of pretzel ah, then, then. in. Something I got to get to. But this will be. Uh, place that right on top. This will be on the pole as well. Yeah, we are turn- We are definitely turning into the Lebetard show. Yeah. We just need a man named Guillermo. Yeah. Who's- Guillermo, put that on the pole. Yeah, we need a couple more Cubans on staff. <laughs> a little bit more diversity. Yeah. And uh, and maybe maybe we can hold a candle. Yes. Uh, and you said it's not even on your list of honorable mentions, and it, it just evolved no. at that point. No. So, I think at, at one point what, you kept your, going, and I just stopped. Do you I, just not like raisins? No, I it, raisins are oh boy tier four fruit. Hmm. 
Hard to argue. Did you ever have those when you went to you know lunch as a kid and your mom I would hated pack them. you the little, the little orange boxes? Yeah, boxes? the little red uh, sun-made orange yep. or sun-made um, uh, raisin box. What'd you do? Did you pour them out, eat them one by one, or you just go like a box of nerds, yeah. rip the corner open, down the hatch No, because a lot of times they were they were so packed into that box that you'd flip the thing over and they'd come out in a little just like rectangular trunk, a chunk, and I would down them just to get, them, get rid of them. But you weren't like plugging your nose or anything. Now you had a co-host no, no, who no. used to eat spinach and have to <laughs> right. like ball it up into, I mean, like less than a fingernail yeah. and, and try to swallow it whole just to eat it. It wasn't to that no, degree. No, no. I mean, like they're it. fine. They're like I'll I'll eat them, but like I never I will never voluntarily go for anything raisin. Like okay. even. An oatmeal raisin cookie. Awful kid. Mm. Awful cookie. No. Just not good. For me, it's the oatmeal that's a problem there. I don't need oatmeal-based oh, cookie. See, I like oatmeal. I love oatmeal cookies. Give me, well, an, oat, give me an oatmeal chocolate chip. Or there's a there's a bakery around here that has... Oh, what are they? I think they're called monster cookies. Okay. And they're like peanut butter, oatmeal, chocolate chip, and M&M's. And it's one of the best cookies I've ever eaten. It's incredible. There's so much going on in that cookie. Oatmeal. Oatmeal, yeah. How do you take the dentures out for that excursion <laughs> into Flavortown or you go cinnamon Look, apple? Oatmeal, I'm, I'm not gonna or? I'm not gonna argue with that. I know that I know that oatmeal is to put it in my words, not even on a list of honorable mentions for cookies. I get that. It's one of my look, I have a few quirks. One of them is that I enjoy a good oatmeal cookie. As a brilliant philosopher once said. Oh, wow. This must be like uh, uh, maybe Ralph Waldo Emerson. Sometimes everyone else is on the wrong side of history. And you, brilliant one, must stand alone defending the honor of the brilliant. Sorry, I'm just trying to post a poll while trying to tune you out simultaneously so I don't have to hear this. Self-aggrandizing BS. <laughs> uh, so the newest poll up there is, are Raisinets garbage? Yes or no? Trying to frame one even in your way, because this is going to be a rough week. Really? You, so you think that... You don't think that Raisinets are going to lose? I don't think Raisinets lose. Oh, I think they do. I think Raisinets are going to... I mean... I would be I would be shocked if, uh, if they got more than 30% of the vote. And I'll put another poll. Uh, oatmeal's in your cookies. Oatmeal in your cookies. Yes or no? Because uh, I'll lose that one. Yeah, and you should. You should. You should think about what you've done with yourself. Uh-huh. How you treat other people. Maybe have some more respect. <laughs> <laughs> so my 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 enjoyment of oatmeal cookies comes down to a lack of respect for yourself and others. For myself. Uh huh. Okay. Oatmeal cookies. Uh, so, yeah, I, I the last thing I texted you, and like you said, you just stopped, was where I said, uh, well, you know what? You enjoy your thing of Werther's and Junior Mints, that, and I'll be pounding Raisinets and Mike and Ike's. Where do you stand out of Werther's, Steve? That was possibly the most insulting part of this conversation, because by you saying Werther's and Rolos. You're insinuating that I'm the old man. Yeah. Which is fine, unless you go on to say you'll be enjoying or p- 
pounding Mike and Ike's and Raisinets. Man, me and my those bros. are two of the old, the oldest person candies that there are. Me and my bros going down the dirt road late at night. Box of Mike and Ike's in one hand, box of Raisinets in the other. Turning up warrant. What is? What life is this? Is that you're? This bumper. We know that Camaro. you don't. You don't have friends. You've like. That's one of your proudest accomplishments in your thirty whatever years is that you have never let anyone into an inner circle. Before we get to this letter that you have to read, we're not leaving before you do that. Holy crap! I have to tell you, and I, I tried to recap it to you before we even started recording. Now I converse with our brother Mike occasionally during throughout the week. We, you do most of it is re- sports related. You talk to my brother more than I talk to my brother, and it's and again it's sports related. It's sports betting. It's whatever. Mm-hmm. So so are you are you guys like like hey what do you think should I put money on yes. okay occasionally um, he sent me a bet Sorry, last just night refreshed and I saw the Texans were are up twenty nine watching your scores I am I got a lot of riding on this so last night brother Mike was nice enough to invite me into a group of I'm assuming his friends and or coworkers who engage in weekly contests on one of the apps nice okay and so like the the daily yep daily yeah betting. and you pay a weekly entry fee and you pick a line whatever how much is it a week. He, he he didn't specify. It's not much per week to do it. I think Couple it's mostly bucks, five for five. Bucks, I think it's like bucks? five bucks, okay. yeah. I thought, oh, that's awesome. I'd love to do it. I loaded money in right away, and I, I, I could start playing next week as soon as I get the invite. Have you ever done this before? Like, have you ever used any of those apps before? Yeah, he actually, so he texted me about it. Do you do one of these apps? Yeah. And I said, I stopped when the reports came out that the winners were like 85% employees. Of, like, the other company. Because they all know the algorithms. Yeah. So the big winners are all that. And most of those games... I'm surprised they haven't merged yet. They tried wasn't, to. Wasn't that going to happen? Yeah, and I believe it got stopped because it was, like, FCC. Well, not FCC, mm-hmm. but the SEC. SEC, yeah. Um, and he said, well, I'm in a group where I do private. And I said, okay, definitely I'm in. So I'm excited. I'm excited so you're, for it. So in this group, you're just taking on the other people in the group. Yep. It's Instead not... Instead of a pool of 150,000 people... Yeah. Where you know you check and you're like, hey, I'm up eighty cents. So and you guys each throw ten bucks in. Say there's ten people. Yeah, hundred bu- hundred dollars is the pot every month or I'm every sure week. They take 10%. But they take yeah, they take their eight percent, ten percent. Okay. So um, that was very nice, very generous. Yep, excited to do it. I'll probably start. I'll join in on that next week. D- I must have. Check again. Oh god. And. I can't believe we have to have this conversation again Go for like the my second time in like three weeks. Text from Mike. Eventually, huh. I'm just going to have to have him have the conversation with you because. What day did you say he sent that? This is last night. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, last night. He's going to have the conversation oh, because boy. there's something missing between me communicating with you. I haven't heard from him since Friday. I'm sure it's just stuck. Oh, in for God's sake, we don't want you there. That's hurtful. <laughs> okay. Wow. I love sport. I mean, if you had to pick favorite sport, you would have no trouble doing that. Well, this, um, in the last two years, the last two NFL seasons, I have followed football yes, you have. closer than I ever have. Yeah, for the for your side gig? Yeah. Where you guys do some, hey, you've got to wear, you know, pubic hair in your ears. <laughs> Is that, what you guys, is that what you guys are doing? <laughs> local, local whack pack. That's actually one of the stunts. <laughs> Pubiers. 
the, the pubes come from the winner. Is that what it is? Now, is it pube ears or pube beers? Do Ooh. I just go to church and drink beers? Yeah. Both are, <laughs> both are you know, things for the losers. So this was, again, very nice of him. And that was yeah. the end of our conversation. That was last night about 845. Okay. There's no communication until 1202 this morning, this afternoon. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, we didn't record like we normally do. Otherwise, this probably wouldn't have even come up because I would have been recording while this football game took place. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I've talked about it before. I have a real love-hate relationship with fantasy football. Uh, and by love-hate, I mean I hate it, hate it, hate it much more than I ever have even remotely enjoyed I was going to say, you, would, you, cause you, you gave up last year was the first year that you didn't do yeah, it. Yeah, since what? 2000. Like, okay. And partially because... Uh, your son was weeks away from being born. Yeah, and two, it's there's a lot of chasing down people to get a very small amount of money to play in this league that they all have agreed to. Right. It's too much of a headache, and also for me, it ruins the enjoyment of any football. There's no worse person on the planet and or social media than the guy going, Fantasy "Oh, guy. screw him with the concussion. He's on. Yeah. You know, I need three more points." Yeah, you're the worst. Take a look at yourself. Stop being you. <clears throat> so I'm not that way. No. So at 12.02, out of the blue, your brother Mike's sitting there, and I didn't even realize either. Apparently I was playing him this week in our fantasy league. Oh, honestly, go F yourself. Good effing God. And all I get is about five question marks. It couldn't be more out of the blue, and I realize that now. So to Mike... I'm sorry it came out of the blue that way. I don't apologize for what I said. <laughs> so you're not apologizing for the sentiment. Nope. Sentiment holds. Just the the poor timing. Curtis effing Samuel. <laughs> Guy is fine, but sure, have a two-touchdown day against me. This game sucks. I am 100% quitting this season. <laughs> and he tries to give the old, come on, keep with it. Ah, Yahoo says it's 50-50 based on projections. I didn't even know I was playing you. Ha ha. F Yahoo. (laughs) I hate everything about it. Okay. uh, Three and a half hours ago. Yeah. I'm sure he's just crafting a response. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Did the the little dots pop up to show that he's replying? Yeah, they must have gone away then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I feel terrible for you. I, uh... Yeah. You want to join my fantasy league? Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you got? Well, it'll just be me versus you every week. Okay. But instead of uh, betting on sports, we'll instead post web polls on Facebook and Twitter. Okay. Oh, boy. <laughs> like starting zero zero, like, you know, so yeah. I don't have the losses that I currently have. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, maybe we could get clean slate. Maybe we could get Mike to get you an invite into these. Oh, no. These no. group ones. Yeah. No, please, please, no. Yeah, and then. Then I have to do work. Come on. You That's set it. one line up in the, in the middle of the week, mm. you know, posted the message board. I don't even know if there's one. You know, <laughs> hey, where's Gronkowski nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> you know, show off sports, Steve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, that is what I do to people who are nice to me. Brother Mike, who was very nice enough to welcome me into a circle of uh, people I don't know. And he obviously said, hey, Kyle would enjoy this and it would be nice to have him. Sure. I now, did respond- you have to come up with a team name or anything? I haven't like done it yet. Kyle's not- Crushers. Not invited yet. Okay. I've really leaned into in years past the fantasy football. I'm, I'm really into na- uh, wordplay. 
Okay. And I'm very good at it. Very good at it, Steve. Okay. How about the Steve and Kyle podcast? Yeah, boy. I'll put it on the list. How about that? <laughs> so, so to speak to your sentiment of, you know, you don't make friends and no, you know, mm-hmm. not very nice to people. Uh, Mike, I'm sorry it came off that way. <laughs> not 10 hours after, inv- or, you know, 14 hours after inviting me to something and you just get a, <laughs> oh, Jesus F. So uh, we, we talked at length about candy earlier and I would be remiss if I did not thank somebody for a wonderful gift that they that they sent. Someone? Some, well, this was a corporation. Now, also, thank you to so many people who have sent such lovely gifts for uh, for the birth of Evelyn Louise just a couple of weeks ago, starting back over the summer. Even got something from uh, from Betsy. Oh like, yes, last last week it was wonderful. Nice uh, a, a book about safe sleep and um, a little sleep sack that promotes baby sleeping on their back. Yes, the, she the sent us that, the same package, I, and it was wonderful. Very nice and. Uh, that oh man, that sleep sack is nice too. Back is best. I, Steve. I love the uh, I love the the Velcro straps on it. Yeah, just really crank down on them. Yeah, baby, she's, she's not going anywhere. <laughs> she's not moving. No, but thank you very much for that. But I got a letter and a, a package in the mail from the Lucky Billy Bar, the Stephen Kyle Podcast Confectionery oh. Com- Cooperative LLC. Always nice to see how our brain trust yeah. is doing. You know, yeah. I mean, because uh, we we sold the rights to Lucky Billy a couple months back, sure. made millions. Happens. So this was uh, addressed to Steve, Annette, and Evelyn Louise. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on your new arrival. I know it can't be said enough, but we'll try. The Lucky Billy family is thrilled to welcome your beautiful baby girl into the world. We've included a few small gifts for the new mama and dada and baby. Very nice. And I hope that you'll enjoy. Of course, we've included a Lucky Billy onesie. Oh. Which I believe uh, I, the plan was to have her wearing that today uh, so we could take a, a picture after the podcast. That's very nice. Hopefully it fits. My daughter was about the same size as Evelyn when she was born, and she could wear newborn sizes for about the first month or so until, the, until a little bit of weight loss, etc., I ordered three to six month from Redbubble, but they sent a newborn size. So thank you to Redbubble for messing that up. I've also included... Now this is the gift for me. I've also included a small toy USPS Jeep for when she gets a bit older. Hey! That's, <laughs> a, that's a toy every kid can love. Look at that. It's nice. Look at that thing. He said, um, this might be hard for Steve... Hopefully his hatred of the Postal Service will be overridden with his love for Jeeps. It's undue hatred. I am still torn. Don't know which way I'm going with this Oh, yet. I can't wait for the fir- first picture. <laughs> Little Evelyn, you know, racing that thing across across the ground, but stopping every 10 feet to obviously <laughs> deliver mail. You know? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Is that what she's going to be? A couple weeks? Halloween? A mail lady? A mail lady? No. Well, they prefer male person anyway. Jesus. <laughs> so that's not in the cards? My apologies. No, no. If I have uh, my way about it, she will not be huh. a postal worker. Rude. Hmm. And finally, as a garbage candy company, we've sent out another bag of garbage candy. This is one of my favorite treats when visiting the UK. 
but if it doesn't suit your fancy, please don't hesitate to make that garbage human Kyle eat them, or throw them in the bin. Okay. I've never heard of Maynard's Bassett's Jelly Babies before. I am in. I'm in on any of these candies, Steve. What do we got? Annette. Jelly Babies. Annette opened one up, and uh, she said, well, that's odd. Oh, she said that the taste wasn't terrible, but the consistency way off. So you might hold Maybe out your I paw. Can... Uh, yeah. Oh, we could just start with one. Okay, hold on. get your get your maw in there. Oh, what is uh? Now what? That looks like a. What color would you call this guy? <laughs> Brown? I don't know. Dark tan? Because <laughs> it's yeah. kind of red, kind of gray. Very creepy. <laughs> but yeah, these are little gummy babies. Oh, looks like you got the orange gray. Yeah. And I got the brown or red gray. Oh, cheers. Cheers to the je- so jelly babies. Oh, that is weird. All right. No. How is it wet and dry at the same time in the middle? I got this thing of sidewalk chalk and just... You know what the consistency reminds me of? Like the chunks of, uh, if you're eating a cookie dough ice cream, mm-hmm. the chunks of cookie dough, they kind of have that, like, it's almost like a gritty consistency. But important to say, it's tasty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, this is not great. So, uh, there you go. Those are for you. Huh. Uh, Zach concludes this with, I wish you all nothing but the best through all the ups and downs, late nights, rushes to get out the door on time. Having a baby is the best thing that's ever happened to me. I hope you have the same joy. And since it can't be said enough, congratulations, mom and dad. And welcome, baby Evelyn. Sincerely, Zach Ruddick, assistant to the regional manager of marketing, the Lucky Billy Bar. Thank you very much, Zach. That's fantastic. I hope that uh, I'm going to send Annette a text right now and make sure that little, (laughs) little Evelyn is in her onesie when we get upstairs because we got to take a team photo right i'm sorry were you still eating (laughs) what's that sound oh that's the sound of people hitting stop on the podcast these are awful (laughs) they're not good right it took two here you want the other half of mine not at all (laughs) throw it in the uh throw it in their trash box (laughs) huh oh and resonated flavors hmm the red gray is something named Brilliant. The orange gray was apparently named Bumper. I just had yellow gray, which was Bubbles. So they're not so much flavors as they are. You're names. eating kids. <laughs> yeah, Zach, that's weird that your favorite candy is babies. I like this idea though because, and it's not always uh, <clears throat> you know the UK or whatever, but you can find crappy candy anywhere yeah like in different areas if you would like to send us your garbage candy we would accept and a try on this podcast because here you and i are dumber than a box of rocks steve mm-hmm. uh blaspheming chucky c juniors and chucky all these C's, years all these yeah. years and all it took was you and i to eat them and realize it's a delectable treat that's fantastic now listen they're not all winners you're gonna get charleston chews you're gonna get jelly babies <laughs> Okay, Maynard's Bassett's Jelly Babies, and I, Zach, I got to tell you, when you're going to England, find something better to do with your time. Seriously, you went all the way there. Did, like, come on, man, 
Bring us back something good. There's one thing I've had. I actually bought a box randomly at like an Asian run sandwich joint in Washington, D.C. They make mm. breakfast sandwiches and lunch sandwiches, and they just had random candy. And I remember I grabbed one because it kind of looked like, um, what was the old treat we used to have when a kid? Not like a chocolate graham cracker, chocolate filled like graham cracker things. I forget what they were called. Mm. Um, You're not talking Dunkaroos, are you? No, not the dunking part, but um, a lot of people know what I'm talking about, and they're very offended. So it's a little graham cracker with chocolate in the middle? Yeah. Or cra- oh. Yeah. And it sounds oh, what delicious. Were they called? But you can't find them. So I said they, these looked similar. Grabbed them. I didn't realize they're very popular in England. They're called like Kinder Chocolate. Oh, Kinder. Kinder. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a winner. Yeah. I've Those, had them before. And I, um, I, I have legitimately looked on Amazon for these. And I'm th- I, I, I think I'm going to buy a case <laughs> because it doesn't make sense to just buy, I'll, you know, a small I'll split pack. that with you case of this kinder chocolate hanging yeah. out but yeah please do if you have garbage candy you'd like to send us uh send us a message we can tell you where to ship that and we will try your awful regional candy or uh overseas candy or whatever now we have yeah i'm always really interested in the stuff where uh if you're going to a town like say i've never been to sioux falls before yeah people are like, oh you're going to sioux falls you gotta try the whatever right. i want to uh, i, I want to I want that, but obviously it can't be like perishable. It's got to be something that can be shipped easily. Right. Don't try like, to <laughs> ship us a pasty from the Upper Peninsula. Hey, this is from Louis Roast Beef Sandwiches. Yeah. Now, if you want to ship us cannolis, oh yes, in cooler please. boxes. There has to be a um, like a freeze dried ship your cannoli company. I'll pitch right? in for shipping if you tell me legitimately. Hey, I've got the best cannoli I've ever mm. had. Now look, Nikki. I can already hear you typing about how bad those were when we were in Boston. You're just wrong. You need to understand, Nikki, that you are simply out of line in that regard. I hope that she at least, like with the um, uh, with the, the web polls we were talking about, what was the one where I said I know I'm going to be wrong on that? Uh, maybe peach or apple. Maybe it was apple, team apple cider, yes or no? Yeah, there, there was one where I, I was like, I know. I know I'm gonna get. I know I'm gonna lose that. Right. One. You have to know, Nikki, in your heart that you're gonna lose that. Right. Like you just know that you're the you're the odd person out. Like oh, yeah. everyone else likes it, but it's just not my thing. Yeah. So what would you? So eat? if you, can, Nikki, if you can admit that, I'm willing to forgive the blasphemous comments that you've made about the delicious cannoli. Listen, the lines out the door speak volumes. It's got to be good. People, wh- oh, I could. Oh it's man, be if good. we didn't spend that entire day shoveling garbage into our faces. I would have had another cannoli, Steve. The only rough part about that was when, about six hours later, the cannoli reemerged from my gullet, landing in a toilet at a rest stop somewhere in the middle of Michigan. But I do not attribute... The middle of Michigan. Like, <laughs> yeah. middle of nowhere, and you were rocking in your seat, and I was like, you're oh, all good? Boy. No. What was it two in the morning? Probably yeah, something about yeah, because we were almost home. Because we yeah. got it, our flight got back at midnight, midnight or so, and we hit the road. So yeah, it's uh, yeah, <laughs> One you, of the stupidest things we've ever done. Uh, the poll you're referencing was oatmeal in your cookies. Oatmeal in my cookies. Yes, yes or no, the, Nikki? This is your oatmeal. Yeah, it's uh, eat eat the oatmeal. Oh, Understand you have, you're wrong. Think they have oatmeal cannoli. Oh my god. Hold on. Well, let me ask you this. Pause all conversation. 
Let me ask you this one thing about oatmeal. One thing, Steve. Yeah. Has it ever made anything better? Uh, Like you take a cookie. Regular whatever baked cookie. Make it an oatmeal cookie. Does that make it better? Sure. Yeah. You, really? So you don't... Uh, you're, you're anti... Like you're not going to eat oatmeal for breakfast ever. Like in the little packets. For God's sake, what else am I going to do? Go lick a sugar cube afterwards and eat a pile of oats for lunch? I'm not a horse. <laughs> I like a, I like oatmeal for breakfast. Of course, I don't you have do. it much, but uh, the yeah, the little guy munching on crackling oat brand <laughs> for right. breakfast. And that bring down the crackling oat brand. I mean, you are half a horse at this point. You're chewing on oatmeal, crackling oat brand. I know what I'm getting. I know. Well, I'm going to give the idea to whoever on staff has you for Secret Santa this year. <laughs> it's going to be a hanging sugar cube for your rearview mirror in your Jeep. So if you get a little. Uh, a little lackadaisical on the way to work. You just give it a couple of licks and well, yeah, you're all fired up. That would be really efficient. Imagine how quickly I'd like, get stuff done. So, no, Steve, I'm never waking up going, mmm, oatmeal. No. When was the last time you had it? Oh, God, 20 years ago, you're 30 years, 25 years ago. Yeah, read as read. I as think it, it, might be, it might be time to reintroduce yourself. I try, Look, I gave bologna a shot. Listen, if I'm here next Sunday and you want to warm up a small bowl of oatmeal... It's fantastic. I'll eat your mush. Uh, now, we you go with the, regular? We do no, 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 a no. flavor? You, yeah, you got to go with like the... Cinnamon uh, apple. Yeah, like the, or like the maple maple syrup. Um, maybe... Uh, oh, there's a there's like a strawberry one. They got like a, a cookie dough one. <laughs> cookie dough oatmeal? I'm just saying something that actually tastes good. You know, I'll see, if, I'll see what the most exotic flavor of oatmeal... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Here's your here's your lemon meringue pie oatmeal. <laughs> oh, Boston cream pie oatmeal. Mmm, that sounds fantastic. I'm just saying. I don't think oatmeal has never improved anything. And just for the uh, just for posterity, I'm going to put that on the poll too. <laughs> has oatmeal, has oatmeal uh, ever made anything better? <laughs> oh man, our own gear. Oh, oh I love it. That's fantastic. I think that I I think that given the right oatmeal. You'd be on board. Here's what we're doing next Sunday. Next record. Oatmeal taste test. This is how, now. This is a reason to tune in, Steve. Yeah, you're gonna be having some hot apple cider. Okay. Me. I'm gonna have to jam some oatmeal in my mouth. So, spoiler alert. This is how it's gonna sound. I'm gonna. Okay. Yeah. It's not. It's not bad. How's the oatmeal? No, mm, it's like mush. Okay. Oh, time for the fast five, I guess. <laughs> That's it. Boy, show planning. Already done. <laughs> show plans itself, man. Oh, my God. It's All easy. we do is debate foods. Yeah, stay mm-hmm. tuned for your local list next week uh, where we're going to tier something. <laughs> I, I still think we just play into podcast tropes, and we so we do list radio. Uh, in terms of like you know like what you do on sports radio, and then the next week we talk about a murder. Yeah, oh murder, murder's really hot. Murder's real hot right now. A lot of people talking about so murder. You and I just you know read off a Wikipedia entry of mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Now I know hey. I've, I've offended people with that when I said it in the past, and I'll but I'll say it again. I don't care because they're never going to hear it. 
Uh, my favorite murder is the dumbest podcast in America. That's the one you've told me about that before. Yeah, where they just they literally just open up Wikipedia. That's the way. It seems Do they even to have me. like spooky music in the background? No, no. It's it's two women in someone's apartment with a cat meowing half the time, mm. and so one of the ladies stop it, go like whatever cat your fluffles. Yeah, but they sell out theaters. Uh, I, I, it's got to be all middle aged women, right? There's no. Question. It's no doubt their their uh, prime audience is middle aged women who have an abundance of those wooden signs in their house that say live, laugh, love, and something about wine. Oh, what is this? Looks like we got you a little bowl of crackling oat bran. So, oat bran? Yeah. Where's the, hang on, hang on. If you could just be quiet for a second, Steve. Is it supposed to crackle now or later? No, it crackles when you bite into it. It's like pop rocks? Yeah. Boy, now remember, this is about a year old. Do you want it to be soggy? Do you want, like, the crunchy? You want, yeah, you want there to be some, some grit to it. Go ahead. Dig yeah, in. Because that is what people say. Get yourself at least, say. at least three or four. Yeah, we, uh, got, we got three oat brands. <laughs> Hold on. Three Hold brands? On. Cr- three oats? Three or four crackles. I got three crackles. Okay. Uh, um, mixed with a little bit of milk. Now, what type of milk is this? Because that could re- easily sway my opinion, you know? Uh, you go whole milk, you go 1%, No, 2%? it's probably 2%. Two, that's the best milk. Yeah. Taste a year old. What do you think? It's not like. How's the flavor? Tastes like little cookies, right? Yeah, but. Cookies. Your stool will never be firmer. It's not like crunchy, crunchy like you get when you normally crunch. It's like a crappy crunch. You heard it first, folks. I can't even... Hang on. Maybe it's the second bite. That's where it really kicks in when it crackles. All right, three more crackles worth of crackling. That's awful. No, it's not. So the flavor... Let me describe the flavor to you. Not terrible. (laughs) Again, if I'm looking at this, and next to it is a box of Lucky Charms... Well, yeah. Uh, whatever. It's, uh, look, it's it's obvious that the um, they're already talking about the, a tier three or tier the, four. The cereal. target audiences are a bit different. Like this should be positioned directly next to the fiber one boxes. Oh, it is. It one hundred percent is. Huh. You know what? Better than I thought. I'll take that. Still awful. I'll take that as. But look, you're digging back in. Three more crackles. Do you think we're the number one podcast for eating too close to the microphone? Yeah, nobody does as bad as us. <laughs> or is it as good as or us? Or as good. Huh. Nobody eats as good as us close to the microphone, which is bad. Yeah. We're bad at this. Covering the whole, covering the whole spectrum. So not as bad as you thought. Yeah. It's kind of sweet. A little bit sweet. I'm turned off by the crunch, and I'm I'm trying to reserve my opinion based on that it is horrifically outdated. <laughs> I'll have to try some and see. Yeah, because I've had it before, so I'll know what the what the consistency is. Now, if I try it and I say, yeah, it's it's a little bit stale, is that going to adjust? I think it would. Yeah, because if that cereal is crunchy, because it's not crunchy, it's just hard. 
right now. It is. It's a, and that's, that's not a great what way I was to hoping it. for. It's, it is a hard cereal. In in that bite, that's not what I was hoping for. So, hmm. Well, that was a uh, a delight. Thank you, Annette. I mean, I hope you didn't abandon Evelyn for that. Stay tuned for next week when we try oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> And apple cider. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. The, the, the exotic foods. This, Old is, this is weeks after we tried bologna. <laughs> it's all coming up next week. And then... Fast five. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. We're not that far removed from peppermint patty taste test. <laughs> what the hell are we doing here, man? Oh, man. Are all we right. doing fast five this week? Uh, yeah, let's run, run. Let's all right, run so through we, it. we want to do a fast, fast five. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Uh, Halloween music. Um, like the monster, you, you turn oh, the, mon- you the monster play- match. You got a playlist right now? Season? I don't. Uh, I don't mind it though. I'm not. I'm not anti anti okay. Halloween music. You're on board. Is there a lot though? You got no, monster I mash. think a lot of people do it. Like interpret like Love Potion Number Nine, Black Magic Woman, things uh, like that. Okay. Wind up being played okay. a yeah. lot more. But no, really no problem monster, with it. Really, it's what Monster Mash, Ghostbusters. Yeah, and the Monster Mash. I mean, the Monster Mash is stupid. It's so dumb. I love it. When those first few notes hit. Do you remember when that dude, that's uh, Bobby Boris Pickett. Oh, God, yeah. Did uh, he make a climate change? He made, yeah, it was and... called, like, Climate Smash. And it was one of those songs where he just tried to fit way too many lyrics oh, into the into the meter of Monster Mash. When carbon emissions are way too high. <laughs> you could have written that for him. It's not, it's not good. By the way, somebody tweeted um, a screenshot I think it was the brothers Humphrey, one of them, or somebody who's going back and listening to the whole, our whole catalog, and they tweeted the screenshot of the time when you were singing, like the exact timestamp oh, of Gray. when you were doing the Macy Gray karaoke, <laughs> which to me is still one of the funniest moments. Our karaoke <laughs> oh. is legendary. Oh, we, oh no, no, not till November. Right? Yeah, no, we got a few weeks. We're we're okay. Whew. Trust me. I was about to. Let's stop the episode when it happens, <laughs> but. Like it was last week. We digress. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll Shepard Smith. Uh, that was a shock. Weird, right? Something fishy feels. Something's something up. feels fishy. Right? Yeah. Uh, Simone Biles. Oh, yeah. she She's now like the winningest or has the most medals ever yeah, of the, any. Yeah. The most decorated uh, United States gymnast of all time now after wow. this past week. Good for her. Uh, El Camino. It was great. It was really, really great. Did you watch it? You watched it like... We didn't get to it, uh, but yeah, I sent that note over. Um, woke up at 4.30 on Friday morning. Did you really? And so watch you watched it. it before you went to work? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I was like, the alternative is get home in the afternoon and watch minutes at a time until Reed starts deciding <laughs> yeah. that he wants to do his popcorn popper on the ground that makes uh, a lot of noise. And okay. Kind of takes it away, you know, something I wanted to watch in the moment and be involved in it throughout. Yep. So, watched it. Loved it. Okay. And lastly, Steve... Uh, I don't know if you... I, I doubt you can help pronounce this. Eliud Kip, Kipchoge? Don't know what that is. The uh, ran a marathon under two hours oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 159.40. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, and no one will care. No. it's just, That's just one of those things where it's like, I don't know, marathon running is not... <laughs> it's not a very interesting sport. Right. Uh, Average of what? Four minutes thirty seconds for twenty six. Twenty six point two miles. Yeah. Now he had um, obviously a huge 
team of pace runners. Right. Where they would they would hop in every. I, I'm assuming they switched out every couple of miles. Um, where you'd have a group of four or five pacers, pace runners with him, are and they, they also, would are they like hype men? So when they're fi- I like, bet because so if Elliot I've, Elliot I, and I, again apologies for not knowing how mm-hmm. to pronounce that he's a Kenyan runner right yeah if he or Kenyan or Ethiopian but if he falls behind those pace runners like hey come on let's go you know is it is it kind of like that or is I it just oh, so. well sorry because I've run I've run races before where they have pace runners now I'm I'm not with the now like are they mar- holding flags at a, at a marathon? Yeah, okay. a lot of time. I mean, depending on the marathon, but yeah, like I've run the Disney marathon before, so you'll see people staged up. Now that race also has thirty thousand people running it, so they stage you based on what your anticipated finish time is, okay. so you don't get this bottleneck of you know people stopping to take pictures with Mickey Mouse running right. with the people who are running a five minute mile. But yeah, they'll have pace groups where the the pacer will have a sign that says six thirty. Or seven, okay, seven thirty. But they don't have a pace runner for world record. No, no, I don't think they have anyone. Uh, okay, no, because but that would be well one ridiculous to keep yeah. up. <laughs> how okay? How fast or how for how long could you keep up a four and a half minute mile pace? Well, so four and a half minute mile, you're that means the average speed is what fourteen miles per hour. You're running. Um, well, the, uh, yeah, I'm not sure because it would be something yeah, like 14, that. 14, The way that I look at it in my head is that uh, if you're at a, a standard track, it's 400, 400 meters or 400 yards or yeah. I don't know. But it's four laps around that track. That means you have to do a lap in one minute and seven seconds. Because I'm thinking about, boy, that, that would be an interesting test to go on the track. Do you Both think you us- could do like a half a half a lap, which would be an eighth of a mile could you do an eighth of a mile at world record pace? We're so running, let's call it 14 and a half miles an hour. For 30 seconds, 40 seconds? I feel like that short of a span, yes. I think, yeah. But again, I, once if you start talking to me... Yeah, you just about, multiply that by 104. Boy, doesn't this uh, does that give you the itch, Steve? To start running again? Yeah. Huh? This is always the time of year that I do kind of get the running training. edge. Yeah. yeah, I would start training in like usually August. Go put the old New Balances on. Maybe take a take oh, one man. outside when you get when we get done here. Those things are probably dry rotted by now. Huh? Yeah, and go do. You got a big neighborhood. I do. You could carve your own path. I could. You know, go do. Maybe I'll do a lap around the block once we're yeah, done. Yeah, there it is. Well, scoot strap, season's strap the baby to my chest. Yeah, scoot season's done. Scoot season's over. So now you got to get. I got to put the scoot back in the shed. Zero official trips this year. On the scoot? Yeah. No, no, no I took it for a couple of trips. Oh, you did after, a couple you, rides. after you finally got it fixed. Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Good. Probably put. Probably put twelve miles on it this hey, year. Hey, whoa! Well, I apologize. <laughs> uh, before that, El Camino, the movie, The Breaking Bad. Movie. Yeah, I thought it was really good. Really good. Now, I really enjoyed were, it. There were many points where I was like, oh, boy, don't remember who that is. Oh, really? Like when they showed, um, no spoiler here, but there's a point where you see uh, a letter. Oh, yeah, at the end. And I was like, yeah. hmm, don't know who that person is. Had to Google it. It helped that I've obviously, I, I rewatched the entire show over the last month. Yeah. Um, so obviously all that was really fresh. So, yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. Like I, I, when I talked to a couple of people about it, it. I liked it. It wasn't necessary. That was my first. So thought. you were content with how it ended? Yeah, because I, outside of a few flashbacks, which were okay, 
But I was so much more interested in the continuation and see, to see what, and the, it really was, it was just a continuation of the story. But we didn't take a, you know, we didn't jump a lot of squares mm-hmm. in this hopscotch game. You know, it was more of we got from step one to two, and then there was a sidetrack, so A, B, mm-hmm. and then back on. You know, it, there was it, one it, point where I, I still, I never even looked it up, but I don't, I didn't recognize somebody that I should have recognized. Hmm. And he actually made reference to it. The character actually said, I was wondering how long it would be. I don't think you're supposed to recognize him. I, I know what you're talking about. Okay. The, uh, the electrician or the welder. Yes. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed so to recognize him. So he never showed that gotcha. in the show. But obviously, you see it in Aaron Paul, the the, the actor's eyes. He recognized mm-hmm. him. So that's when they put it together. Okay. So. All right. Yeah, no, it was very, very good. Uh, my brother asked me, and so to answer this, you know, on a... On this level, uh, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. Would I be lost? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah you have no a, idea. It's a direct continuation, picking up minutes after the ending of the, that, of the and, series. And that was the biggest question that I had: was Is it going to pick up right when the series yep. ended, or is it going to be two years in the future? Awesome. It was very good. Uh, before that, Simone Biles. Um, I feel like gymnastics still has this weird cloud, though. So while she's accomplishing so much, whenever you mention. Oh, USA Gymnastics, and look what she did. It's all, it's mired under this cloud of, uh, Larry Nassar. Well, and even they're suing, and they want the entire United States Gymnastics disbanded mm-hmm. because it's it feels like it's just filthy and corrupt from top yeah. to bottom. So, um, good for her, though. You know, yeah. I, I, I don't know what constitutes the best gymnast ever. I mean, I know she's won a bunch yeah, of medals, does she, but does she like, retire now? Is she going to be back next year? Does she make a lot of money off of that? Good question. Like, can she, can she just be like, yeah, I'm retired. She can monetize her appearance and likeness and everything. I yeah. just don't know how far that takes you. Yeah. Uh, before that, Shepard Smith, surprise sign-off on Friday from Fox News. That was weird, right? It's come up recently. I mean, you see those clips of him saying, you know, like, yeah, hey, just so you know, this is this, and people saying this other thing are dumb. Yeah. Well, those people saying the other thing were his coworkers and different hosts of, of shows. He's definitely... Uh, gone against the grain a bit at yeah. Fox News. Yeah. Um, so pushed uh, out, asked to leave, supposedly he asked to leave. Supposedly he asked I to get out of his contract. It's also the day after Rupert Murdoch met with uh, somebody in the administration. Hmm. And then the next day, I don't know. It's all... It, it, it. I don't know if it's good or bad. You're happy for Shepard Smith because obviously there was some butting of heads there. Where does but, he pop up, though? But you're also like, man, he was kind of the... The non-opinion guy, yeah, at that network. Um, so I wonder how long his contract was for. Yeah, because obviously he'll be—he won't be on TV for a while, based on however long his contract was for. He mentioned Maybe. it in his sign-off that he right, will, he yeah. will see him for a while. Uh, he'll pop up somewhere, uh, but you don't think he's going to CNN, do you? Like he's completely, completely swinging the other way. I can't imagine, but I don't know what he would do. I don't know. He'll be on another news network. Yeah, he'll end up doing he'll do something. He'll do a podcast or something. Um, hmm. He'll probably write a couple of books and make yep. millions of dollars. It's a head scratcher, though. A real head scratcher. Yeah, because the first thing that I think is, oh, there's some kind of controversy. Yeah. Somebody's going to come out and say that you know, like a Matt Lauer type right. type scandal. Ugh. And lastly, Halloween music. Uh Tis the season, Steve. You know, you got the Rob Zombie albums. I'm sure you're playing those on repeat. Oh, yeah. I love them. You got the Monster Mash. Now, what did we say? The Monster Mash, Ghostbusters theme song. Love Potion number love nine. Love Potion number nine. Black Magic Woman. 
Uh, I put a spell on you. Oh, yeah. Oh, do I have a mic? Because I have a Halloween playlist. Steve. I'm not surprised. Let me ask you. Thriller. Obviously, for Thriller, God's yeah. Sake. Uh, Don't Fear the Reaper, Blue Oyster Cult, mm-hmm. Werewolves of London, oh, Zevon, Zivon, Bad Moon Rising, some CCR. Yep. Um, See, I don't really consider that any of that. It's not. I mean, other than not, Werewolves of London, yeah, I associate thriller. that with Halloween. Thriller, yeah. But, like, Bad Moon Rising, no, that's not a Halloween. No, I have over the years just because I've listened to, you know, I hear, I listen to it yeah. during the season, and obviously it kind of thematically fits. So. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love All it, right. Steve. What is Lil Evelyn going to be? What is she going to be for Halloween? What's that? What is she going to be for Halloween? I'm not sure. I, I know Annette's going to pick up a costume for her when so she is. You're not turning off the lights. You're gonna... Oh, she's turning off the lights. I'm not going to be here. <laughs> I'm going to be gone. You guys are the worst. <laughs> she's going to hide down here in the basement. Oh, you're the worst. All right. A couple similarities on our list. Uh, El Camino. Yeah, I you know I'm glad it happened. It was nice. It was good to see. I really enjoyed it. Simone Biles. Hey, yeah, that's uh, two for two. Sure means something somewhere for her. I hope she can capitalize and make a ton of money. I really do because I don't know how else they survive when their gymnast careers are over at like 22. Grunk. Hey, it, he's not an analyst, man. Let's not try to make him one. What's crazy is that everybody is really reading into it and saying. <laughs> Well, I mean, Gronk basically said he's going to be back. Right, he just, and yeah. all he said was, well, if I have the passion to come back, then I'll come back. But if I don't, I won't. Yeah. Like, why would he? He's already got, what, six Super Bowl rings? Got a lot of money. He played for nine years. Yeah. And six of those years, he won the Super Bowl. Or was close. I don't know. No, because Brady hasn't even won six. I thought Brady had Brady six. Brady has six, but he remember he won those first one, like, oh, three. Okay. But Gronk still has two or three. And was the highest paid tight end in football, highest paid tight end in history for a few years there. So, but he's uh, it's it's been actually we'll get to that on the on turnaround. The turnaround. Uh, next, Matt Lauer. Does it matter? This is the same description and same complaint that got him fired. Yeah, uh, two years ago. So, I, I and I guess I'm, I'm I'm not dismissing this at all. But is this a new criminal charge from that assault? It doesn't, or is it just in this book? Well, he, yeah, because he hasn't been charged with anything. Okay, so if it's the same description, I don't know why it's back in the news. I mean, I guess she came forward and had, she, right. her name is attached to it now, yeah. and with a more vivid description that it, you know is appalling. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauer, you know, I, I don't even know if he had cause to release a statement. Yeah, it seemed. He, I'm sure he, he did. was getting pressure. To release a statement, but man, that guy's just—he just disappeared. Yeah, I mean, two years almost, and you haven't heard a peep. From and him. I don't think you will. I mean, at this point, how can you bring yeah, him he, in? On he's a, not going to be—he's not—he's not, not going to be hired anywhere. No, how can you bring him in as on-camera talent anywhere right now and not catch the wrath of millions of people? Yeah. And finally, Samuel Little. Oh wow, you stumped me. Samuel Little is a man that um, he's now being referred to. As, hold on, I want to read the actual quote. 
FBI confirms Samuel Little's confession. Yes. He is the worst serial killer in U.S. history. Oh, man. Yeah. I, uh, I'll hold my opinion until my favorite murder does an episode on it. This guy has confessed to nearly 100 murders. Already in prison for some murders. And they've confirmed 50 of them. Yeah. And they, they said there's no reason to dispute any of the other ones at this point. And he um, apparently has like a I, I was watching a, a short piece, I think, from NBC. Uh, yeah, from NBC News, where he vividly describes a handful of his victims. And, I mean, in some cases, these happened 40 years ago. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember her. She was wearing a, a cream-colored skirt, and it had a red stripe. And I, well, her name was so-and-so, and she had curly hair. Like, he's remembering it like it was somebody that he talked to five minutes ago before he walked into that room. And he, uh, his photographic memory, he sketches, like he's sketching out all of his victims. And now they're using his sketches to try and solve cold cases because he, it, the, the images that he's drawing, they're so clear, like they're so accurate hmm. that they're now using them to say like, oh, this looks like this person. What turns inside of you after this many years in prison to say I should tell people about this, man. I, what what I want to know is like what what triggers like how how old was he when he realized right? Like, Would you read a book by I'm, him? I'm different. If he Would decides, to, if he decides like tomorrow to work with a a biographer to write Maybe. a book because he can't Maybe. monetize, he can't make money off of it, right? right? Oh well. Yeah, I don't know. Well, once you're I, convicted of that crime, you can't. It's the same okay. thing that happened with OJ, OJ whatever. Yeah. And um, I'd be, yeah, it's weird. I'd be, I'd be interested just to because it's to see like how how does he describe what yeah. was going? Just like on. I'd be interested if you know to read a book by like Steve Jobs or something, right? Because those are. Not to compare the two, bummer for Steve Jobs, right. but like it's just somebody whose brain works completely differently yeah, than I, the average person. It seems so nonchalant, and the more terrifying thing is that obviously these they weren't police weren't out looking for the most prolific serial killer of all time. Yeah, it wasn't in the reports that the most prolific serial killer of all time is missing. Yeah, so they had no idea that any of these were even remotely connected, and Boy, so because they were all across the country. Yeah, and it's impossible. Like, what do they say at any time? There's a certain amount. There's a some large number of active serial killers around the country because yeah. it's nearly impossible. Yeah, well, if I mean, they if, just move, you know, hey, I'm yeah, in Arizona, if you jump around, I'm in New Hampshire. Yeah, if you kill someone in Florida and then decide, oh, let's move to Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, that. Oh God, that's terrifying. so scary. I think yeah, the the creepiest part was just watching him. The way that he just nonchalantly <laughs> described. Uh, what he did to these women and their appearance, and it was whoa, just terrible. Uh, before that, Matt Lauer. Speaking of another creep, uh, yeah. I mean, again, I don't feel bad for Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer's been done for multiple years, like you said. So, do you think this news breaks, you know, Thursday or whenever it did? And it's, he's at his house in the Hamptons, like, oh, come on, doing, doing Sudoku. Yeah, because his wife I, did his wife leave him. Yeah, yeah, they, she did. Yeah, oh yeah, they okay. were they were done. She she left him like the minute that the story. Okay, broke. so at this point, Matt Lauer is what he is, and so this comes. Oh man, I gotta 
release one of these again, and now mm-hmm. uh, now you know there's going to be paparazzi or ever outside of the Lauer estate mm-hmm. trying to get another image of me. Man, yep. apparently he's taken to TikTok. Oh, has he to reply? He's been because uh, his daughter is on TikTok or whatever, so he's showing up uh, in a lot of her videos that she's posting. What? <laughs> I. Ugh. It, it just seems like the details of this whole saga at NBC News are only going to get worse if more information comes out regarding it. I mean, for all of the, hey, yeah, he assaulted women, he did this and that, there weren't in many instances this vivid of a description of what happened. Right. Yeah. And for Matt Lauer, he looked at that and said, hey, you know what? I admitted to, you know, doing a lot of these things, but this one, not, it didn't happen this way. Mm-hmm. And. Man, it's all so gross and yeah. You should. Ugh. All right, before he'll that, never reappear. We no. can agree on that. Yeah, yeah. He's this yeah. isn't the Brian. This isn't Brian Williams. Where uh, yeah, he he moves to MSNBC. And, yeah, this is he still on. By the way, I believe so. But this isn't that case. This is Man. this is the end of his career. Isn't right? that crazy that Brian Williams, most respected newsman in the country, lied about being uh, on a helicopter? on a helicopter when it was under. Under fire. Okay. Ousted. And still, he's back on the news, but no one has heard from him. He got ousted after that report, and I don't forget, I forget the difference in years. But Lauer, those reports of having the weird door lock button Mm -hmm. and complaints about him having, you know, sexual liaisons with, uh, you know, people underneath him in the company ladder... Mm -hmm. Eh, didn't nothing happened until it became public years later. Yeah, the scumbaggery all the way around. All right, before that we had Grunk. Yeah, be, listen, people like the aloofness and the uh, the charm of of old farm boy who made it big and was just I like hit things, me football catch. <laughs> yeah. Look at hot chick. That doesn't sixty nine still needs to be on my TV, no. man. He's not. I mean, I, I don't blame them for hiring him. Well, right, you know that. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing as that you could be the worst head coach in football the last two, three years. Pretty much any of these TV networks are going to, hey, why don't you come sit in our studio and opine yeah. about football for two hours on Sunday? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's. I'm sure there was a bidding war regarding him, and I guess good for him to cash in, but ugh, he's not going to give me any analysis that I no. care about. Simone Biles set the record for the most... Yeah, most or most medals in U.S. history. I believe so. Okay. I believe so. So I think I, I I could be way wrong. I think she's announced that next year will be her last Olympics because those gymnast careers again are just absurdly short. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, I you don't even know it that sometimes in your you're like you've witnessed the great the greatest in their mm-hmm. field, and here we are, her presumably the greatest in her field. And the news items regarding her in the years are... I shouldn't smile very much. <laughs> I know, that like, ridiculous. what? It's so silly to me yeah. that, that that's the discussion around her. So, And finally, El Camino. Yeah, a, a, a thrill to be back in that universe. I An enjoyed absolute it. thrill. Um, I really liked it. Very positive reviews all around. Yeah, it's funny because when it, when it first ended, I was like, uh, the other night when we were watching it, it kind of ended and I was like... Huh. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah. And then, like, within a half hour, I was like, 
No, that was good. That was yeah. really good. Yeah, there were some there were some really cool moments in there. So yeah, if you're a Breaking Bad fan, uh, definitely uh, uh, highly recommended. This was supposed to be a, a short episode. Yeah, yeah. Good God, I gotta go pick up my son. Oh, you should uh, you should do that. Is he? Your parents are just like leave him outside. Yep, out in the rain. All right. Well, you gotta learn uh, to fend for yourself, man. Okay, yeah, exactly. you know. All right. Uh, on social media, all social media: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Steve and Kyle. You can review the show, and uh, maybe we'll do a two minutes of awkward conversation coming up soon. We haven't done that in a yeah, couple of months. Yeah, it's been a little while. We got to check in with our friend Dan Shike on his re-listen of the show as well. A lot to get to that we have almost steadfastly refused to get to. Yeah. All right. Talk to you next time. See you.